Blog Talk Radio. bless and praise his holy name good evening everybody good evening everybody you are listening to the glorious gospel vibe show right here in the atl on blog talk radio you listen to evangelist globy pope and minister Derek tuggle and minister lois candy vernon we right here in the house how is everybody doing sister law how you doing how you doing Doing wonderful, doing wonderful, evangelists. Good evening, everybody. Good evening, evening good Sarah. evening, good evening. Woo-hoo. Minister Derek is, uh, took a little exit. He'll be right back in a minute, but that's all right. We're here to have a wonderful grand time. Hey, we got an exciting show for you all today. Huh? But before we get started, we're going to go into a short prayer and into some music, and we're going to set you up for the grandest time you ever had. All right, all right. Now, Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank and praise you for the many blessings that you have bestowed upon us, my Father. You have brought us back to another Sunday evening, Lord, to enjoy ourselves on this broadcast, the glorious gospel vibes. Father, we ask you to continue to bless us, to be a blessing to the people of God and to the sinner man that's listening to this program, that we may draw him in. Lord God, we thank you, Lord God, for our special guest that's coming forth. We thank you for our hosts and co-hosts, Lord. We just praise God for who you are in this broadcast, and to you is the glory. Be the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, it's nothing that our God won't do. I tell you, he can show up and show out when you don't, you, you, oh, when you least expect. I'm telling you, you're just thinking, you're just chilling, and God say, I hear, I'm here. I'm letting you know I'm in the house. Things begin to move and, and, and switch around, and before you know it, you say, Lord, I knew you was going to do it. <laughs> That's what you got to see. So you got to know that. You got to know. So I'm going to hear. We got an uh, independent gospel artist, B. Chase Williams, in the house. He's going to do it this morning and this evening and this afternoon and tomorrow, too. What I say? What did I say? Numbers 23 and 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. 
if he said it, he's going to do it. Come on, Shabbat.
Oh, yeah. He's going to do it. What I said, what did I tell you? And I tell you, he'll do it every time. Every Every time. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. I tell y'all, we got a special guest on our broadcast today, a wonderful man of God that I had a pleasure of meeting. And believe it or not, some people don't like social media, but I tell you, Sometimes you meet the some of the marvelous, most miraculous, uh, phenomenal people you would ever want to meet. And I had the opportunity to meet this young man. And actually, it was just through Facebook and back and forth. So it's going to be my pleasure to introduce this phenomenal young man. I tell you now, and he was just the kind of person you know you 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 be, you you see him and you you start talking to him on Facebook, and I you know he would say things just uplift your day, and I just always had to just say God is sure enough blessing you, and I tell you he would say something that just uplift my day, and I, I said one day I said you know I didn't really know his story, but this broadcast loves to feature inspirational authors. And I texted him one day, and I told him, I said, I want, I want to interview you. You know, I said, I really would like to interview you on, on my broadcast. And he said, well, just let me know. I said, okay. But when I read his story and seen him on my pastor's television broadcast, I had to bring him on like, you know, like now, <laughs> so that the listeners that listen in to Glorious Gospel Vibes could hear this phenomenal human being and and him tell his story. And because he has been able to to put, you know, so many things behind him, so many truly horrific things behind him, and as a result, he has a tremendous amount of forgiveness in his heart uh, that most of us wish we could possess. So it just after this song, I'm going to play a song called A Story to Tell by Diane Malloy because we all have a story to tell. You know, we can. I know I can write a book, Minister Lois. You can you write a book, or have you wrote a book? And I know you wrote plenty. Of I, I sure nothing wrote right one. Okay, okay. So I'm saying we all got stories to tell. But some of us don't put it on paper, but they probably would be bestsellers, just like this young man. But we're gonna uh, start. We're gonna play a, a story to tell by Diane Malloy all the way out of Bronx, New York. Here we go.
Well, anyway, now let me let me bring forth this young man that we've been waiting to hear from. I, I'm telling you, he has written a book, and the book is what we call a bestseller. The name of this book is The Chosen One. Now, I truly believe he is one of the chosen ones to come forth in such a time as this. Now, I ain't going to tell the story. I'm going to let him do all of that. We're going to allow him to do that. But at this time, I would like to introduce to some and bring to others none other than Demetrius Guyton. Hi, Demetrius. Hello. How you doing? How are you doing? Welcome. Doing good. Thank you so much for asking and thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, me and you've been Facebooking each other. We And I, I asked you, you know, about interviewing you. And then, and I said, when I actually read the whole story, I was like, what am I waiting on? What am I waiting on? I need to interview him now. <laughs> <laughs> but like I told our listeners, I ain't going to tell you a story. I'm going to let you tell, you know, begin to tell a, tell a story as to, uh, what happened with you um, at, a, at, a, at, a, at a little time in your life? And you just bring it to the forefront so our listeners of Glorious Gospel Vibes can just get an idea just what went on with Demetrius Guyton. Okay, again, I want to thank you so much for having me and thank everybody for tuning in and listening. Uh, my my yeah. life is very it's very extravagant, and I'm thankful to God that even though I was disfigured, it didn't disfigure my will to live. Um, you're listening to an individual who still carry physical scars from the hands of uh, my mother who attempted to try to assassinate me for uh, a $25,000 insurance policy that she had taken out four days prior to attempting to to, to do this to me. And uh, wow. I went through two years of two years of intense surgery, lots of skin grafts, 54 as a matter of fact, Oh, my goodness. Woo. I can't even yes. remember 54. Okay. 54, okay. 37 surgeries and 17 skin grafts. Uh, and I went through two years immediately afterwards. I went through two years of cruel uh, foster care, which I was only a chick and not a child. And they treated me very cruel. So uh, you can imagine what hmm. goes on in the mind of a kid after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Wow, I'm telling you. Mm. I just, you know, just to, you know, when you when 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 you think of a child, and how how old were you at the at, at this time? Uh, you saying during the foster care or the surgeries or when it happened? No, when when she actually gave you the uh, the what it was, what was it that she put into your bottle? I was a girl. I was I was an infant. Oh. I was two years old. Two years wow. old. Two months old. Now, two months old. Oh, two months yeah. old. Okay. Yeah. Now, just imagine a baby that small at two months old that cannot help itself or cannot run and wash his face or cannot, you know, uh, 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 refuse the bottle or whatever, not of knowing what is in it, regardless of going through something that traumatic and mm-hmm. ending up right where you are today is just phenomenal. It's phenomenal. It's miraculous. But, That's what it's called. Well, it definitely um, brings, you know, puts in mind of the word overcomer. I mean, because mm-hmm. if the devil had his way, you wouldn't have, you'd have been gone at two months old. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But, you know, 
through his grace and his mercy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has a plan. And despite it all and through it all, you're still here. You're here to tell the story. My, my. Well, go ahead, go ahead, Demetrius. Go ahead with the story. I mean, it just <laughs> it blew me away again. <laughs> Every time I hear that, it's just like, woo. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> And so I was, I was, I was given custody to my father's mother, my grandmother, who raised me at age five. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was when I got into an age of mental accountability where she felt like I could deal with the information. That's what she began to tell me. And you weren't in the house right you know, you weren't in the car wreck, you didn't get shot. Your mom did this to you, and it wow. took me away because growing up, I dealt with a lot of. Uh, a lot of ugly people, you know, people that don't have a heart, you know, they can be so right, ugly and right. that's cruel to you. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so so as a young kid, I would call everything but a child of God. And growing up, I had to deal with that. And so on top of that, finding out that your own mother, who was supposed to protect you and nurture you, did that to you, it really turned me into uh, an atomic bomb. I mean, I was yeah. really, really, really damaged. And so I began to just be radical and uh, just do all kind of ridiculous things because I hated people and I hated God, I hated myself, I hated life, uh, didn't have anything for anybody, you know. And but thankful, you know, that God, His power is not intimidated in our uh, insecurities and uncertainties. That's right, right. right. And they still have plans beyond all of that, and I'm thankful. Oh, beyond all of that, beyond all of that, I'm just I'm just listening to you talk, and I, and I cannot imagine, um, you know, even in my little insecurities when I was young, you know, I had eczema so bad till you know I was always in in and out of the doctor like every day I had to go for a shot, and the kids used to just pick at me, they used to call me all kind of names, and you know, and that was just. I mean, that's something that could be healed, like with with ointments and stuff that they had that they didn't have it back then, but they could have been healed then. But just to just to know, I would cry every day. I was scared to get on the bus. So I can imagine with someone's face that something that that uh, they can see at all times, and if you're not looking in the mirror, you can't see. So I can ima- I, I mean, I just can't even imagine just how horrible that could have been. For them to continuously, you know, pick at you and do the little things to you, or I thought I was dying. Look what you, look what you came to. <laughs> wow, that's just awesome. Wow, that's just. Not awesome. to mention, yeah, not to mention the self-esteem issues. I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, wow. Mm-hmm. Like I said, you you truly are an overcomer. I mean, you know, a lot of people think they got it bad, but you're truly a testimony mm-hmm. of what God can do. Like I said, you're still here. You are still here. I'm, uh, I'm glad Tell us about a little about bit about your book, Demetrius. Tell us what about, you know. What 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 would the listeners expect to you know? You're going to read this story, and then your tears just you know comes in your eyes when you can start, you know, reading the book and you start you know visualizing just what you went through. It's like we all went through it with you while we read it, and it just it just tears your heart. It's just you know, wow. Yes. I mean, well, you know, what? Well, my book is actually the accounts of my journey of everything that I've been through and how God uh, allowed me to overcome death by his predestinated will. And I'm just sharing with people how to break the bondage of unforgiveness and low self-esteem and realize that beyond the pain and beyond the agony and beyond uh, everything that God is allowing people to go through, he still has a purpose for their lives and that they're not a fluke of nature. They're not a mishap. 
they're not some kind of uh, result of a wild night with parents on the side of a road in the back of a car or however they were conceived. Mm-hmm. He still has a purpose and a plan for their lives. And most of the time in this generation, uh, this generation have lost sight of purpose. They have lost sight of purpose because they're thinking that yeah, it's yeah. cool. They're thinking that it's cool to be popular and not powerful and not purposeful. Come on now. And, and so I just wanted to break the back of the popularity and uh, allow us to be tapped into purpose. And that's what I'm hoping mm-hmm. that this will do to everybody that reads it. Wow, that's awesome. Stuff. That's uh, oh, that's I'm telling you. Now, let, let me ask you a question. When, 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 you know, okay, you you had all of this. You say you was a bomb, you know, as a kid. You know, just you know, after all of this was going on, how um. How did you feel when you first was encountered your mother after knowing what she had done to you? I mean, I mean, how did that come out? Well, the Lord had us uh, separated for 14 years of thinking, uh, well, most of my life, rather. I'm sorry, not 14 years, all of my life, because I had only seen her but one time. The reason I said 14 years is because I've heard, I've had a conversation with her while she was in the penitentiary on the phone, which was 14 years prior to me meeting her. So I had never met her. And, uh, you know, the Lord had already healed me enough to be able to share my story to people that were willing to listen. And so mm-hmm. uh, I had gotten that healed to that point when I said, well, okay, God, let's do this exclusive thing. You know, just allow me to meet her so I can tell her what I'm telling everybody else, that I've forgiven her and um, that I love her. And I just want to be a part of her life as a son. And he did it. He did it. So when I mm. when I met her, it wasn't like I was full of anger and animosity and bitterness and things like that. Uh, I had become a conduit in which the characteristics of Christ flowed through into her life, and uh, I just extended the same grace and love and forgiveness and uh, all of that to her that He did for me. I just passed along what He gave me. Oh my well. goodness. Well, that's uh, this is the thing about forgiveness. You know, God can't bless you if you can't forgive. So, you know, it's, it's amazing power in forgiveness. As hard as it is, amazing oh, power. <laughs> I know it's hard. It's hard. I mean, in the living this kind of world, it's cold-hearted world. You know, God has truly touched your spirit, Demetrius, and you know, I believe that your your soul is at peace. And I yes. say that because um, God has empowered you to be able to mentor others that may have fallen into similar horrific circumstances, such as uh, uh, what you have encountered, not to say that it was a good thing, what happened to you at all, and I'm not saying that at all, but through Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit, you have survived, you have overcame, and to that to me is just truly miraculous, and that's only yeah. by and through God that could have ever happened. Absolutely. For you to have that kind of forgiveness in your heart. That's just awesome to me. And I tell you, you you are my you are one of my heroes, I tell you. Cuz uh, I mean, we we listen we we think about some of the stuff that we don't you know, we didn't forgive a person for. Like you stepped on my foot and she didn't say excuse me and I he didn't say excuse me and and I remember that back 2 years ago. Oh wow. That just have been over this $20 for the last 15 years. I can't say. <laughs> yeah. You see what I'm saying? This is little Petty stuff like that that we hold for years and here here for a whole lifetime. 
you was able yes. to forgive, you know, a person that did that to you. So, you know, to me, I had to have you on the show. It was just so, it's just an awesome story, and I would advise people to go and get that book. If you having problems with unforgiveness, this will turn your life completely around and make you think and focus on who God is in your life and who we can be if you allow him to be. You know, the Bible instructs us to forgive one another as the Lord has forgiven us, and that's in Colossians 3 and 13. I think it says something, bear, uh, bear with each other and forgive whatever grievances you may have against one another. Forgive as the Lord has forgiven you. So you you all, you all need to, to check this book out because I believe it, just, it will change your life. It's a life-changing um, book. And, Demetra, wow. I'm so happy that we were able to have you on the show. And, I, you know, anything that you would like to share with listeners, I mean, people that may be going through unforgiveness right now, they don't know what to do. How how to turn from it, or you know they prayed and it still didn't work. I mean, anything you can let you know tell them. Yeah, sure, sure. I'd like to share. Uh, first of all, I'd like to say to everybody that's listening that God wants to set them free for real. He don't want them to live in a fake healing or a fake freedom. He wants to He wants to bring them into His kingdom and set them free for real, so they can go on with their life and live. Most people, we are good at church, but we're not good at life. Mm. We got it down pat when it comes to protocol at church, but we're miserable when it comes to forgiving ourselves and forgiving other people who have done uh, the small, minute things to us. And it's the small things that destroys the vine. And if you're not careful, you'll either bring your childhood over into your adulthood or allow your suspect to continue to hold you hostage when God has a wonderful life that's available and that's awaiting their arrival. Now, here's the thing. Here's the thing. There's a future for everybody is waiting on, but God will not unzip the blessings that he wants to descend on uh, his people from heaven if they don't forgive. And if they don't turn it loose, if they don't let it go. So they're holding their own self back. They're holding their own self hostage because they're not even letting it go and turning it loose. So I just want to challenge and advise uh, everybody that it's not worth it and uh, they can have everything that God has available for them if they just forgive and turn it loose. That's all right. That is awesome. Minister Lloyd, you have anything you would like to say to um Brother Demetrius, Um, with everything that you endured through your tragedy, I just want to, did you battle depression? You know, uh, so many of our young people today are dying, uh, you know, losing their lives to depression. They're being bullied, failed relationships, low self-esteem, identity crisis, and this goes on. I can only imagine that some of our listeners today may be battling depression as we speak. Uh, did you battle depression? And if so, uh, Brother Demetrius, tell our listeners how you overcame depression during that time. I, I did. I did. Uh, I battled every emotion that an individual could, uh, could deal with. <laughs> if it was an emotion, I dealt with it. Oh, no. Um, just, just being me. So uh, I did deal with it. But one thing I had to do to uh, to, to disintegrate the depression was to surrender because I was only abusing myself. And uh, I was living out when people called me and had no clue that God told me that I was blessed and I had a purpose and that I wasn't who other people called me. And 
once I surrendered mm-hmm. to his will and began to learn of his word and began to allow it to be inhabited into my heart, he began to push all that depression and anger and low self-esteem and things out of me and brought out of me um, um, what he had put inside of me anyway that I had no knowledge of. And a lot of people don't realize that everything that they need and are is already inside of me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everything they need, everything they are is already inside of them. God has already inserted uh, himself and his gifts and his talent and his creativity and everything inside of us. And so the enemy's strength is words, and words become a seed. And if we don't abort those negative words, we'll push it out and we'll begin to live out what people say about us. And I have a clue that God says totally opposite of what people say about us. That's right. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. So I, yes, absolutely. And so once I gained uh, the revelation and the knowledge that uh, God is totally opposite of what people say about me, then I began to walk in the certainty of it, and that's my thing. My gift is to give it back. I've gotten so to the point, to be honest with you, I've gotten so to the point where I've uh, I've actually just grown out into communities. I'm accessible, and you can't be successful and scared to deal with people. That's right. <laughs> You know, so I, I go out into the communities and I go into places that other people are intimidated to go. And I'm very humble and I don't even appear to be uh, someone that's on the pedestal that God has put me on. I just go like everybody else and say, hey, this is, this is the way. This is the way. This is the way. That's to help people. I'm telling you, it's true. That is true. He is very humble. And I tell you, I, I noticed it just, just by talking to you. I didn't. I didn't know you from nobody, and and you just, every time you see, I would say something to you, that when you know when you say something back, it would just be awesome. And I tell you, you you have me, and I'm quite sure, and quite quite a bit of the other listeners that's on this broadcast, and also our co-hosts. And I just want to say thank you, thank you for sharing sharing yeah, yeah, such yeah, an awesome yeah. story. And uh, I'd like you to tell our listeners where they can purchase your book. And and also um, how they can um, call you if you need if you need to you know be a speaker in, in one of their events or whatever. Sure. Again, I want to thank you. I'm very humble and honored, and I stand in awe that God has used me for His people. Um, I'm on social media, Demetrius P. Guyton. Uh, every social media. Uh, also, they can call me on two zero five six one three four three. Three nine again one two zero five six one three four three three nine and you can also visit my website which is www.dpguyton my last name guyton dot com in order to be able to um, to to get a copy of my book. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, Demetrius, we love you. We thank you so much, so much for sharing yeah. your story. And I tell you, it would be in my heart. I tell you, every time I think, because I'm going to tell you, I thought about you this morning. Me and my husband had a little tit for tat, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I thought about We got a heated relationship. We call them all, we call them lively discussions. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got and it. And I thought about I said, nah. I thought about their book. I said, nah, see if the music is good for you. Let me go on there. You know, it's hard for, you know, hard to say sorry. Like, you're hard. It's like you just say, you know, you you be all around the bush and you'll say, you know, uh, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sorry. But anyway, I was, you know, just thinking. Well, look, you know, I was, that's, I was, a, that's a miracle because I ain't never, <laughs> that's a miracle because I ain't never heard a Google apologize to nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And so we gon' we gon' we gon' just get rid of lying demons right now. We gon' yeah. get rid of them, and especially in a few minutes. Yeah. That's one of them. That's on the. He know I say I'm sorry, but I ain't yeah. gonna be sorry after broadcast. That that's just a, that's something different. <laughs> <laughs> God bless you. God bless you, man of God. And I will truly keep you in my prayers. And we will. I will be talking to you again on Facebook as usual. Back to the board, door board. Okay. Okay. Bless you and thank, thank you for having me. To God be the glory. God bless. God Amen. Bless. God be the glory. Amen. Have a blessed one. Right here. Right. Don't judge me, Kim. Kim Hampton. Right here. Let's see if we can get her on here. Minister Lois Candy Vernon in the house. Amen, amen. Good evening, good evening. Yes, yes, this is Candy. Candy here. Good evening out to our listeners out in Radio Land. Oh, we're going, we're having a good time this evening. Oh, we're going to be talking about burn but not consumed. One of my favorite stories in the Bible comes from the book of Exodus, chapter 3, and it reads like this. Now, Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Herod. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush burned with fire, and the bush was not consumed. And Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush is not burnt. And when the Lord saw that he turned aside to see, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, Here am I. And he said, Draw not nigh hither, put off thy shoes from off thy feet, for the place whereon thy standest is holy ground, burned but not consumed. It was through Moses God made his covenant with Israel. And Moses' ministry all started as he stood there barefooted before the Lord on holy ground. I know today, and I can only imagine when Moses had his shoes on, he could move freely around the desert. But when your shoes are off, you have to look carefully, visually examine where you step. But my Bible tells me uh, that if you serve God, that the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. So I can imagine Moses trusted God. Another story I would like to bring to your attention quickly, and no doubt you're familiar with it. 
It is the three Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, Hananiah, Michelle, and Azariah, as their real names. These three were thrown into the fiery furnace for failure to bow down and worship the king Nebuchadnezzar's image. The king ordered them to be thrown into the furnace. They were burned seven times hotter. Now, that was a hot fire, so hot that upon the mouth of the furnace, they that were throwing the men in, the soldiers, perished while attempting to throw them in. But as the story goes on, these boys worshipped God Almighty. And I come to tell you today that our God never fails. And the king stood there gazing into the fire in hopes of seeing the three Hebrew boys burning. But then, to his dismay, he saw not only three, but another in the fiery furnace with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He began to ask the question, did we not put three into the fire? Behold, look at here now, I see four. And they were not harmed, burned, but not consumed. I want to ask you a question today. Do you trust God to be with you when you are thrown into the furnace of life? There will be times in your life when things are not going to go your way. What do you do? Do you back up? Do you turn around? Do you stop doing what God has called you to do because things don't go your way? I come to encourage you today that you are never alone. My God is always right there in the fire with you, and you will not be burned, burned, but not consumed. It might get hot. You might get tired. Even weary, but stand still and see the salvation. Realize that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Stand if you have to stand alone. Go if you have to go alone. Behold, look at him. He says, now my child, Lord, I am with you. Kings can't hurt you. Scorpions can't harm you. Snakes can't harm you. Witches and warlocks can't harm you. Spells and tails can't harm you. You are covered under the blood, the blood that Jesus shed on Calvary's cross, the blood that washed away your sins, the blood that purged you from the law. Now, under grace are you right now. The blood will never lose its power. Life might get a little hot. Look like you're going down for the count. But I'm coming to tell you today, you better get up and you better stay up. So I've been sitting down too long. You need to stand up and say today, Lord, I'm going to get up and be about my father's business. If you don't want to go, don't hinder me. I must work the work of him that sent me while it is day. For when night comes, no man can work. When I come through this, I shall come out of this fire, this pit, this situation, this heartache, this tragedy as pure gold. This too shall pass. God told me to tell you, we demand do it for a night, but joy coming in the morning. Lift up your head and know that I am God. I'm getting ready to reward you for your faithfulness. This is not the end. You're getting ready to walk in favor. Windows of heaven are open right now, and I'm putting out the fire. You've been burned but not consumed. Oh, somebody, this is Minister Kendall with your inspirational corner, reminding you, you are never alone. Oh, bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, we thank you. We thank you so much for that. Pray. I'm Amen. just asking God for Hallelujah, hallelujah. We had some technical difficulties uh, with the uh, radio broadcast right after uh, Demetrius Guyton uh, went off and um, 
Minister Lewis, we thank you for um, bringing forth that inspirational corner and hoping everything is uh, back to normal. We have uh, Kim V. Hampton, Don't Judge Me, coming up next. Amen.
Oh, bless the Lord. Don't judge me. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Kim Levine right. Hampton. Oh, that's awesome. That's right. He's saying that's right because he know I'm finna read him. I'm going to read him like a book. <laughs> but I ain't going to bother you. See, I forgive you. I forgive you, Minister D. I forgive you. Yeah, I, oh, I, 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 you know, oh. Sister Peppercorn said she wasn't going to make it because she, after she read the Demetrius Guy's book, she didn't want to fuss at you today. So she was going to chill. <laughs> Jesus is real, I know. The Lord is real. He is real. <laughs> oh, Lord. I tell you, he ain't real. I tell you, he healed me from, from the flu just this week. I tell you, God is an awesome God. Boy, don't yeah. take him long. You got healing within you, and you got to know it. You, when you call it, ah, don't keep saying you're sick, baby. You're going to have to say you healed and delivered and set free. Uh-huh. Cause I tell you, I feel so much better. Mm. I feel so much better. Declare it. <laughs> see, <laughs> he want to act up today. But see. Thank you, Lord. All I need is you, and I'm gonna pray that pray that right now. Oh, what I need is you. Jesus, mm. Hallelujah. Woo! Thank you. All I need is you. My time zone when my mind's gone and I'm flying home and I'm stressed out and I'm tempted to get that side phone and go pull it up. But you know what's up and you know that ain't gonna solve nothing. I mean, Lord forbid, I might fall or something and I'm all another cuz. So hold me down like bitch strapped to the sight ward. It's killing me, but you still with me when I fight hard. And you digging me when I'm eating you. Deal with me when my car's pulled. Could have dealt with me, but you fell for me before I fell for you. Keep me on that right path and the right math. It's you plus nothing's everything. You my everything. Same. You ain't gotta question my allegiance Cause the way you love me, I can never leave I need you By my side, take and thin Highs and lows, don't let go We gon' ride, we gon' win Don't know how, all I Did I fall in this? No condition that get a mention, but you offer this unconditional love. I swear I sell it all for this. Trying to keep it together, forget my awkwardness. But um, oftenness, just you and me oftenness. Valley of shadows, and I know they trying to pick me off in this, but all I need is you. It's funny just how off I get when I ain't riding with you. No adjectives for your awesomeness. Um, they burning one for that burnout. This life ain't got them all turned out. Took time out to put time in, so I turn to you when I want out. I need is you. You slow me down cause you know me now with my phony smile and I'm acting like it's all copacetic It's so pathetic, so juvenile know what you do? You keep me cool in the summer when they be dressing less And I be wanting to show off and stunt But there ain't nothing to want You give me all that I need All I need is you to keep that fire burning for me All I need is you By my side,
all. We thank you. We bless you all. We thank everybody for joining us right here on Glorious Gospel Vibe. We ask and hope that we see you back here, right here, to tune in next week, Sunday, same time, same place. Minister Lois Candy Vernon and Minister Derek Tuggle in the house. Thank you all for joining us. Be blessed, and we'll see you next week. Hello. Love you. Peace.